It is Party Time Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Studio 22, the mothership. We are headed into the nether regions of all things Stuber Gear today. Stu <laughs> Does America, the host of Stu Does America, Stuber Gear, and the other half of the better half, which mm-hmm. is Lisa Page. Lisa Page made me do it. We got your hubby on the show. We're going to even some <laughs> shit out today. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. We're going to find out how much you've been lying, girl. Keep oh. your hands over to yourself. Today. Yeah. Don't get all so grab-assy today, <laughs> yeah. all right? Stu's in the house. Vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Veget- really? Thanksgiving? Oh, I got to tell you guys about the Worthington protein loaf. This thing. <laughs> I told you. It's freaking fantastic. You're going to love it. I should have brought some in. That's oh, what I would have known. I love vegetarians that try to sell you on what they're forcing down their throat. Yeah. That's uh, like, 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 all I got to say is gluten, and people get pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> people just lose their mind. Oh, my gosh. Do you enjoy that, though? Uh, some of it is actually pretty good. It, it, you know, the, back in the day, I mean, it's, it's, I've been this way since this this way for like 15 years now, since 2005. Ugh. So, like at the beginning, there was basically no food at all. Yeah. Over time, science has come to our aid as vegetarians, and now there's some actually edible food, mm-hmm. um, not made fully out of cardboard, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is kind of nice. Admittedly, so my manager out in L.A., he has been vegetarian since 76, so that's a long, oh, yeah. long time. Uh, and he is dedicated to it. He got sick one night. We were in somewhere California, and he had a veggie burger that he thinks touched the same grill that meat had touched. And it made him sick. And really? I was like, that ain't, that's yeah. just not right. But you know, in the, it, it, this year, COVID came and the supermarkets were cleaned out and they still had the vegetarian <laughs> section there. Nobody touched yeah, it. Stu doesn't ever have to worry about <laughs> no. that, the veggie what, burgers. All that that stuff I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's always stuff for me on the shelves. Yeah, that's but nice. we'll go. We'll, when I'm out in California with him, he'll take me to some restaurants. I'll eat some tofu stuff, which is really pretty good. Some of it is really good. Like yeah. I, I yeah. took. I remember a few years ago, I took. Uh, we were at some appearance, you know, from one of the stage shows, and uh, Pat. I had Pat Gray with me, and we're going down. We need to some lunch. And I'm like. There's this place you should yeah. try. You're going to love it. And he was very skeptical, as you'd assume. Mm-hmm. And we got some, like, I don't know, fake sausage thing. It was something like, <laughs> it was like vegetarian sausage. And even Pat Gray liked it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if Pat Gray, who is yeah. basically has never had a, a, a meal that wasn't meat. Right. Like, his entire life is meat. And Pat ain't going to lie to you. No, Pat doesn't care. Yeah. yeah, we did that taste test on the air with the Impossible Burger when that first came out with Glenn and Pat. Yeah. And they both thought the Impossible Burger was the real burger. Both of them, which <laughs> I, th- I, did, I I was like, maybe they'll find it acceptable. Never expected that. Yeah. Some of the stuff is, is really well, good. Tofu does a really good job of taking on the flavor of whatever you cook it with. Yes. But yeah. the consistency is usually the problem. <laughs> it can, yeah. be, it can yeah. be an issue. You have to fry it to make it taste good or saute it. And that's how you get this physique. That's, that, 100%. <laughs> that's how it happens. 100%. <laughs> I don't know what my, my, must, I must be a vegetarian. Uh, Brawny Kyle, have you ever eaten tofu? I have not. No. It's all news to me. I got my yeah. really new to the whole thing. It's like it's like the angel food cake of meat is what it is. <laughs> There's not a single tofu running up a tree in Kentucky. No, no. There's no. <laughs> chase it down. Dude. No, there's no, there's no uh, to, tofu coons. It <laughs> well, up the tree. You got to have really good aim to hit a tofurkey as it goes by. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we're doing a deal. Uh, uh, Larry Alex Taunton and, and I and, and a couple of other guys have kind of jumped on this bandwagon of doing hashtag um, uh, lockdown holiday. We're taking a holiday from the lockdowns. We're encouraging people to get together, mm. have a celebration, do Thanksgiving, plan your Christmas out, travel, you go to do jail. the deal, kill grandma. 
the whole thing and I, 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 the only thing i would say is if you have someone who's in like a nursing home yeah leave them there so andrew cuomo can protect them <laughs> yeah then the dude's getting an emmy award <laughs> yeah. for i mean you can't make this stuff up so we're gonna get into it today with Stu. uh this week we're waking up to a nightmare scenario the left's on the brink of controlling the future of this nation it's scary it's funded by corporations like verizon uh, some, somebody texted me, a good friend texted me the other day They said, is Verizon companies like that, are they really bad? Yeah, they take your hard-earned money and they use it to put radicals in power. They 100% do that. That's why it's important that we need to stick together and support companies who share our values. So I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. Uh, they never sent a penny to the left. Planned Parenthood or those who seek to shred our Constitution, they don't support those at all. You can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the larger providers but for a whole lot less. Switching's easy. You can keep your phone number. You can bring your own phone. You can buy a new one from them. I want you to go to patriotmobile.com slash Chad or call their U.S.-based customer service team team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Uh, veterans and first responders, you're going to save even more, so please make the switch today. The same service, lower price, values you can't believe. Actually, you're going to believe in them quite a bit. Uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great switch for you. Get free activation, special gift with offer code CHAD. I spell it Chad. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Chad or nine seven two Patriot. Right back with Stuber Gear. Stu. How often? Who's buzzing? Whose phone is buzzing? What is going on? I want to know. Mm-hmm. How difficult is it to live with Lisa? <laughs> because the woman mm. makes coffee nervous. She is she does. so hyper. <laughs> but I'm drinking hot chocolate, everybody. So today, <laughs> you good. don't. It doesn't matter what you're drinking. <laughs> well, she does have an engine that's uh, that runs uh, high, yeah. uh, high idle. Um, I, the, like yesterday, we had we had those Bang Energy drinks. Oh God! Have you ever had one of those things? Yeah, it's yeah. three hundred milligrams them all day. of caffeine. Right, like it's a serious kick. Uh, you know. Yeah. She's down in these things all over the place and having no effect from them. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, how you weigh like eighteen pounds? How yeah, she's fusion energy embodied? Yes. I mean, yeah. Total yeah. hummingbird. Just <laughs> yes, <laughs> all the time. So the energy is nonstop. Like you know, it's challenging on vacations. There is no relaxation. Yeah. Right. There's no. Yeah. There's no like. Hey, let's sit around at the the by the pool for a few hours. Like that's never a thing. Let's walk twelve miles. Well, when you're yeah. following her on Instagram <laughs> at Lisa Page, made me do it. The kids are always just wiped out. Yes. Right. You see them and they're just crashed out on the couch or whatever. Yeah. And Lisa's like, "Come on, kids, let's go. Take yeah. another cab, another cab." <laughs> no, it's true. They, and the intensity comes in bursts. Right. Yeah. Like so. We will sit there. They'll be sitting on the couch. She'll be doing her thing for a while, and then like approximately eighteen seconds before we need to run out of the house, Lisa's in. Come on, guys, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And so they all like freak out and they all run, like scamper around, like it's like an old like Benny Hill. You know, movie. <laughs> that is basically our house, twenty four hours a day. No, but I mean, it's it's. Uh, she's very intense. She has her passions, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. So. And let me encourage people while we're talking about shows. You need to be subscribed and watching and rating and reviewing Stu Does America. Thank you, Charlie. Uh, and my thing there with you guys, it's funny. You've And you've gotten some followers from this show on yours. Just a few. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. You've got, you've got a oh, few. Yeah. But I mean, they're good. We have a good fan base. Yeah, yeah your people show. are awesome. Um, and you guys have been together, what, 400 years now? Yeah. Something like that. And y'all met 
through radio. Yeah, yeah. We were uh, at a station in New Haven, uh, mm-hmm. Connecticut, uh, where Glenn was doing the morning show, like talking up Britney Spears yeah. uh, singles. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I can't imagine. I know. So I strange. try to put myself in that place of watching Glenn do that. Yeah, it's very strange. I, yeah. No, this is a guy who's had an amazing career, like a yeah, legend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's in the Radio Hall of Fame for a reason, but he, he was he had a great career before he got into talk. Yeah. And uh, so he was kind of like, I, I came along at this point in his career, which he's, I like rock bottom is, is one way of referring to yeah. it, where he had kind of like checked out. Was He was telling me at the time he wanted to become a baker. <laughs> I'm like, God, don't get this guy going around more baked goods. That's a terrible, <laughs> terrible tragedy in the making. Um, but he, you know, he started doing the show and he wanted to kind of new transition into talk. I always like talk radio. Um, so I was working with him and then uh, Lisa here uh, came along and she was like the hot intern. So like, I'm basically uh-huh. a Me Too violation walking here. Oh boy, call somebody, call HR, Stu's in the building. Exactly. <laughs> this Love is at the time too. This is back when like, the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky thing mm-hmm. was going on. And we're talking on the air about like, I can't believe this guy would date an intern. And then I was like, dating an intern. <laughs> but that, you know. Something about Glenn and his studios. They, he, a matchmaker. A matchmaker. You got, well, you have you yeah. guys. Yeah. You got Steven and Sarah. Yeah. Sarah mm-hmm. Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Then you got uh, Mark Tate and Candace. That's right. The queen of the Ethiopians. Mm-hmm. Candice. Uh, which that, they managed to keep that a secret. I knew day one. Oh, really? I knew day one. Like, well, did they, they came tell, to me. Yeah, was, oh, they did come to you. Oh, okay. they, they came to me well, because they... you can't they, brag about it if they came to you. They, well, they, well, I mean, no, I didn't... I, I wouldn't have picked it up. We I, all I, speculated before People were speculating, but they yeah. did a good job of keeping that a secret. But, I mean, Candace came to me day one and was like, okay, here's what's up. Went on a date with this guy and just want to make sure you're cool with it. And I'm like, no, I'm against it. 100% opposed. <laughs> oh, I'm like going to need y'all to end this shit right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't. And now they're in Virginia this week visiting with... Uh, just trying to get interracial approval for you know, that marriage that's coming. You know, <laughs> this multicultural interracial thing. Right. Um, they're trying to convince Tate's very white parents there in Virginia uh, that this is going to be okay. Mm. Yeah, she's she's a green card walking. Uh, but no, the intern thing is fascinating. I got to get one of those. Uh, my wife's sitting over there. Um, no, it's yeah. a, it's a try. I think part of it, the, the Glenn phenomenon there is that he essentially requires everyone to work 22 hours a day. Yeah, so the only people you know yeah. also work here. Yeah. So the, the chances really get increased. There. I have four work wives here. Really? I, I have. Your wife is one of them. Hey! <laughs> I can't. She posts more about you than she posts know, about right? me. Well, because he like, gives me love on social media. You never even get on social yeah, media. Oh, ever. Right, that's true. I hate He's it. He's like 20 uh, followers away from getting a 10K swipe up and doesn't even look at his phone. Oh, do yeah. Can you? Uh, can you? Because that would be cool. She, she kept bragging about getting to 10,000 and she she's blown me away on Instagram. It could be that it's a visual medium and that's the problem <laughs> for me. Could have something to do yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. You, you're in Stu Does America, right? Yeah, at Stu yeah, Does America. At Stu Does America. So go follow Stu. Sydney Powell, is she full of shit? Um, I, you know, I, I think the Trump campaign came out and definitively kind of made that judgment. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think she, uh, that is, uh, look, it's, it's a difficult thing because this, a lot of the stuff Giuliani is saying, right. it, it has some evidence to it, some, some, uh, history when it comes to these types of accusations where votes can be looked at, sometimes turned over, uh, you know, specific people making specific accusations, yeah. right? That's not enough to overturn the election. Right. So the other part of this is Sidney Powell, who's making things that are accusations that are big enough to overturn the election, but don't have any of the evidence behind them. Um, and I think, you know, it was I, I, I don't, it's a circus, right? The fact that they're coming out 
after this press conference last week and distancing themselves in the way that they are mm-hmm. is uh, is someone someone's embarrassed. There's some infighting going on. It looks like whatever power struggle there was, Giuliani won. Yeah. But I mean, there's not there, look. There's just not a lot of time here. Yeah. You know, if they have this evidence, they need to come out with it. I mean, I heard Rush Limbaugh yesterday saying like this this didn't live up to expectations. Tucker Carlson was you know talked about that as well. So, I mean, look, this is a heavy lift, even if you had good evidence, yeah. you know, to, to turn around this many votes it's in this short time. a global overturn. I mean, you're talking about yeah. the deepest reaches of... Yeah. And I go back and forth on it, Chad. It's like, one on one hand, you know, uh, would I prefer Donald Trump as president? Uh, my wallet, the, at the rate Lisa spends our money, we need Donald Trump <laughs> to be president. We need a good economy. <laughs> we need a good economy. Yeah. We need lower taxes. By the way, you have a new washing machine on the, the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what? we did talk about that. Oh, really? I'll tell you later. Oh, great. I <laughs> oh, can't wait to hear about it. Good job, Parthel. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, you know, and that, if I would like that. On the other hand, if this were to be, if the Sidney Powell version of events were actually mm-hmm. to come to pass, we basically don't have a country. Right. Like, this is so, we are so corrupt, and there is, it's, it's impossible for us to even bother with another presidential election yeah. at this point. It's, that's a scary thing. I mean, the entire experiment is up for grabs if 8 million votes actually got switched into computers. Right. Well, Jakob Williams, uh, he made a comment on the show yesterday. He said, you know, America as a republic, as screwed up as we may be, it still works. It's still the United States of America, even with the screw-ups. If you start undoing all of these things, now you're fundamentally changing it where America doesn't work. You're tearing it down to the gears, basically. Yeah. And that's not a good thing globally. That's not... No, it's worrisome. I mean, you know, we're we're a really good influence in the world, I think. And, you know, if we really lose faith to that level, it's going to be scary. I think, though, in the in the end of this, if they don't come up with this evidence um, and this goes through, it's going to suck. Joe Biden is going to be an absolutely terrible president, and mm-hmm. we will sit here and hammer him every day for all the dumb things yes. he's doing. Um, <laughs> but in addition to that, like there is a there's a way of uh, I, we might look back at this and say, look, the president of the United States had a really close election that he may have lost. Let's just say for the sake of argument, he lost mm-hmm. the election. It's not crazy for him to fight for every vote and do everything he can to win. Right. At the end of the day, if this comes, you know, the left is making this big deal as if it's this big coup. It's like at the end of the day, we might look back at this and say, it's a little bit of an asterisk of this time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we, if, if we comes out like, yeah, they fought as hard as they could. You can understand them fighting as hard as they can. I think you if you're, you know, if you're fighting and it's 28-3 in the third quarter and you're the New England Patriots, you keep fighting. Right. You keep fighting because there's that chance that you might win that Super Bowl. Yeah. On the other hand, if it's 48 to seven, if they're playing it, the Falcons, there's a real good yeah, chance. Falcons, <laughs> if you get Keith Ballinack in here, I'll tell you the Falcons <laughs> exactly. would still blow it at 48 to seven. Yeah. But if it's 48 to seven with nine seconds left, it, it's, it's, it's sensible to say, OK, this is the reality of the situation. We have a lot of work to do. I mean, the one concern I am I find with with the Powell thing and all of that is that if we need to adjust to a Trump presidency for four more years, mm-hmm. what, that's going to be good news. We're going to sit back and say, well, that was easy. We liked Donald Trump as president, and then and, and we can move forward with that mm-hmm. reality. Right now, no one is watching what Biden is doing. He's named a chief of staff. Mm-hmm. He's named a secretary of state. Have you seen conservatives fact-checking, looking back at these people's records yet? Everyone's kind of looking in this one direction, and Biden is, has a free pass right now to do whatever he wants. Yeah. So I'm trying to prepare for worst-case scenario, and if the best-case scenario happens, it happens. That'll be great. But right now, I got I think we got to look at that and that, make sure— And that's where I am right now. I'm trafficking in worst-case scenarios, yeah. right? Because we that's do have this life. new office of the president-elect that mm-hmm. nobody's ever heard of before. It's not a thing. I, uh, I actually occupy the office of the gubernatorial candidate— 
uh, of Texas. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, it's official. <laughs> We're getting a podium made as we speak. It's in fab. Um, but the worst case scenario when you're looking at you know, a Joe Biden presidency, I think people have got to start looking at that mm-hmm. because – you know, we're 21 days past the election. Al Gore, he fought this thing for, what, 36, 37 days, uh, where the thing was up in the air while they're counting the hanging chads in, in Broward County and all down in Florida. We're just kind of scratching the surface, but that day is coming where unless you have some major fraud evidence, and let's face it, Giuliani, God bless the guy, he's lost some miles an hour on his fastball. Yeah. I mean, there's not 100% there. I mean, he's an icon of the right. I get that. But he's not the lawyer he once was. He's not America's mayor. Mm, and yeah. people are going to get pissed off for me saying this, and I really don't care. You're not but, wrong. But, I mean, the guy had hair dye dripping down his face <laughs> the other day. Someone said, I heard it was mascara. Is that a thing, Lisa? <laughs> Gray hair, I guess they put mascara on the sideburns. I do it on my cheek. Oh, I, I do know. it here. Oh, yeah? I do it, yeah. I get it the looks grays nice. in on mm-hmm. the mascara. But, I mean, it, the right's got to spend the next four years, if Biden goes into office, fighting like they fought Trump while he was in office. Yeah, I mean, like you know, there's a. Did you guys ever have Josh Hammer on? He's a guy. He's oh yeah, yeah. Been, you yeah, know him Josh, from. Yeah. yeah, he's a great guy. And Anytime he, I want obscure court cases, <laughs> yes. you know, Johnson <laughs> v. Foombots. Yes, he's got the quote 1901. Uh, I I always uh, talk to Josh when I want to feel really dumb. Yeah, you know, because he makes you yeah. feel dumb. He's one of those guys. And he, but he tweeted something I thought was interesting when he said, you know, the old right used to uh, used to lose with dignity, mm-hmm. and the new right fights for every single vote. And I think that's a good observation. I'd like to combine them, right? I'd like to fight for every vote with dignity. At some point, this becomes sort of an absurd, uh, you know, fight. And if it is, if it hits that point, um, we're like, I think that's what a lot of Trump allies inside the White House are saying with Sidney Powell, right? She doesn't get just pushed out for no reason. She's getting pushed out because she's starting to say things that are going over the line and embarrassing the campaign and the administration. Trump is, you know, Trump doesn't want to be embarrassed by this. The guy wants to, he does want to win really, really badly. And I can understand that. But, uh, you know, at at some point, he'll come to the conclusion that they can't prove this in court or they can. And what I keep saying to people is like, I guarantee one thing. The election will not be overturned on social media. It no. will not occur on social media. It will not occur on talk shows. It will occur in court. If that happens in a court of law, then we will all be able to digest it. But look at the stuff they're filing in court as yeah. opposed to what they're saying in these press conferences. It's a massive difference, Chad. There's a big difference. Somewhere in the back of my mind, I keep thinking that Melania, while she's picking out, checking out the Christmas White House Christmas tree and yeah. decorating for Christmas, is going, oh, please, God, do not let him get reelected. <laughs> <laughs> I, do not, I, I don't know do. why he would want the no. gig, honestly. No, I hell mean, no. Look, he had a million people. I was there. A million people in Washington, D.C. last week. Mm-hmm. And he comes riding by in the limo, giving the thumbs up on his way to his tea time, yeah. which really was a bad look, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, you got a million people out there rallying, supporting. I'm not saying he should have come and give a speech. Right. But he's on his way to the country club, you know. Well, well, when this all went down, Lisa, we were at home and Lisa said, uh, you know, I just feel bad for him. He tried so hard. He he loves the country. He's, you know, he's he's a patriot and he tried as hard as he can. I feel bad for him. I'm like, he's a billionaire married to a supermodel. You cannot feel bad (laughs) for that guy. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. I've got some scenarios (laughs) that could play out in my mind and we might get into that in the next segment. But first, are you sick and tired? This is something you haven't even thought about, but now you're going to think about it. Sick and tired of overpriced greeting cards that don't say what you really want them to say. You know what happens? You go to the greeting card aisle, and you sit there in a the section for an hour reading these sappy, incoherent messages. You know what I used to do? I used to, Justin, you'll appreciate this, just because you're just in case. Uh, Mother's Day, I used to get, I used to go to the, um, to the, uh, 
to the black greeting cards, and I get my mother a black lady on a greeting card, oh. and she would never notice. <laughs> really? She would never notice. Oh, I was like, you know, the color line. Martin Luther King's dream coming through. I know. That's great. Woman of color. I, would, I, would, I would always get a greeting card, you know, with a black lady <laughs> on there, beautiful black woman on there, and I would give it to my mother. She would never notice that. Just a, you know, I have several times bought Lisa uh, Kwanzaa cards for <laughs> for Christmas. Listen, these cards out there are weak. They look like they were written by Joe Biden. Speechwriter, I got a better solution for you. Those days are over. Go to Patriot Penguin, the first and only greeting card company for conservatives with a bigly sense of humor. Birthdays, Christmas, Patriot Penguin's got a wide selection of cards that's going to trigger your snowflake friends and relatives. Plus, remind the like-minded that you don't drink the mainstream Kool-Aid. Amen. All their cards are designed and printed right here in the USA and ship free. Quick, you gotta love that. So go to Penguin, Patriot Penguin. That's right, PatriotPenguin.com right now. I'm gonna save on a four card pack, $22 deal with the offer code CHAD. I spell it Chad. Remember, you must place your order by December 15th to guarantee arrival before Christmas. Go ahead and do that because even once it comes to your house, you still gotta mail it to your family and friends. And let's face it, they need to get them before Christmas. So, Keep Christmas great with Patriot Penguin. Go to PatriotPenguin.com. That's PatriotPenguin.com. Offer code Chad. Right back with Stu. So there we were in the Trump Hotel, Washington, D.C., my phone rings. Sarah Koch, senior producer here at mm-hmm. Blaze. She says, they're not letting us into the Trump. Can you get us in? Because I got pull like that at the Trump. I walked over to the door pretending to have said pull. And uh, there is Stu and mm-hmm. Sarah. They're trying to get in. The reason they wouldn't let them in is because Stu had stolen <laughs> a life-size cardboard cutout stand-up of Nancy Nancy Pelosi. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't let him come in with the cardboard cutout. Which is ill-advised by them. I uh, agree. Right? Like, the, what, what kind of hotel is this? I agree. I mean. Uh, and so, Stu had to <laughs> put it on the porch. <laughs> I don't know if you call that the porch, but it's it's out there in the <laughs> entrance. And uh, we were in there having some drinks, which, if you've ever had drinks at the Trump, it's twice as much of anything you can imagine that is uh, a wild scene no oh, dude it's it is so weird because you're like you're you're sitting there and you're having drink you know drinks and you go up to the bar and you look to your right and everywhere you look you feel like you're looking at like a cable tv yeah there's screen. laura ingram it's like laura ingram's there and like seb gorka's walking yeah. by like it's all these people that you know from tv <laughs> in the weirdest sort of like i saw last year i saw louis gomert <laughs> laying across a chair not a couch the chair. He was like this. This is Louis Gomert, like this. <laughs> what? And his head was like this on the deal. <laughs> and I mean, there's there's Texas uh-huh. Congressman Louis mm-hmm. Gomert mm-hmm. just laid out with zero Fs given. <laughs> so yeah, you it's see it's a safe it all. space. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you can do whatever you need to do. So anyway, we we went out there. To go up to Harry's, which is the bar up the street, and yes. Nancy was still on the porch. Yes. I mean, this is legit. They would not let me in with the Nancy <laughs> Pelosi cutout. Which, so we went to the um, Turning Point event. They had a Turning Point yes. uh, CPAC event. And so we went over there, and 
you know, there were, there's a few drinks that may have been had, and it seemed to me at a good idea at, at some per- certain point to take the Nancy Pelosi life-size cutout <laughs> and walk out with it. And I thought, you know, it'd be funny. I feel kind of bad that I just took it, but again, you know, it's cardboard. So I brought it over to the Trump Hotel. They would not let me in. Chad graciously came out and, and vouched for us. Like, we you know, like we, <laughs> we, he sponsored us for citizenship inside yeah. the Trump Hotel. Uh, but they would not let me keep the Nancy Pelosi thing. I actually just put it out there thinking someone was going to take it. No, it, she lived. She stayed yeah. out there. No one wanted the Nancy Pelosi cut up, shockingly. And we made it to that the next bar or whatever, Harry's yeah. or whatever. And at one point, I was starting to worry that we were going to get like some terrible viral video because people started taking liberties with the nancy pelosi cutout there were a lot chat it was there were things happening to the nancy yeah. pelosi cutout that should not have happened nancy's uh, cardboard cutout has fake boobs <laughs> it uh, got a little it got a little weird shapely mm-hmm. uh we're and then we're in the back of the bar we set nancy down she's having drinks uh at true to form and so we go up to the front of the bar for some reason we're all standing up there and all of a sudden this look of realization just comes over Stu's face he goes nancy nancy and he takes off running i gotta find nancy and he runs to the back of the bar and there she is standing this is Un- very unsodomized, very foggy, but very true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I will say, I do remember. Nancy. And Chad came with me to rescue Nancy yeah. from I the back. I thought I was going to have to fight Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> it was a not challenge. even Antifa wants Nancy. Nobody, no. wants, Nobody Nancy. wants Nancy. She was standing there unscathed. No, so so <laughs> it's true. She was okay. People had taken pictures with her. I yeah. was afraid something was going to go like viral. Like someone was going to do something, and then it was going to go viral. And yeah. So, but I eventually got Nancy back under my uh, possession. And then had to take her in the Uber with me, which was very strange. Like, it's a strange thing. <laughs> this You're... is so funny because I have never heard this story until just right now. <laughs> no, really? No. Yeah. Well, you don't come. You gotta come. I you invited come. you. You're, you're you got a reason now. You're... Now, I, yes. yes. You got a reason now. So I'm in the Uber with Nancy Pelosi, and I can't fit her in the Uber unless she lays, like, across my face. Oh, my So God. I can't see anything. So she's, like, from the, the driver's side <laughs> all the way across to the window. And I had to open up the window to get her head out of the window. <laughs> On the other side. Then I bring her back to, uh, I got to admit it, I'm sorry, honey. I brought her back to my hotel room. Uh, and so cardboard cutout. There's not a jealous bone in my body. No, like Nancy Pelosi you're you're pretty clear on this one. Even with the real Nancy. Yeah. But I saw, I, it's true. So I put the Nancy Pelosi, I, I'm like, this will be funny to bring to the Blaze DC studios. Because that's yeah. where I was doing the show the next day. It'll be funny, kind of a funny thing to have there, and, you know, when guests come by or whatever. So I'm like, I set it up, you know, I stand it up in the, in the hotel room, go to sleep. You know, three o'clock in the morning, I get up, you got to go to the bathroom. Um, I stumble into the bathroom. I walk back. I get three feet away from the bed and I see this woman <laughs> in the dark at three in the morning staring at me. I jumped a mile, a mile. Thank God it was only the Nancy Pelosi yeah. cutout because if it was her, I would have probably oh, yeah. not been in good shape. Mm-hmm. Well, over in your studio, uh, Stu Does America, and I'm assuming she's still over there. You got the cardboard cutout of AOC. Yes. Now, so it's a reoccurring theme here. AOC has been... Look, I ain't, gonna, I ain't kink shaming anybody, okay? All I'm saying is I've, AOC's been in this room hiding in the dark. She's been mm-hmm. in various parts around this studio, this building, and she has scared the piss out of me oh, yeah. at every turn. Like, here she is, and it's like a life size. Like, this is what I imagine AOC being, like four foot 11 and just being a little tiny petite thing. 
but it scares the crap out of me every time. Yeah, we, we keep her in the studio uh, on the Studios America set kind of to the side. Every once in a while, we'll do a segment where we bring her bring her on the show. Um, but uh, she, with the way we have her stash, every guest can look right at her. Yeah. And several of them have been like, this is freaking me out, man. You got <laughs> AOC staring at me the entire time. It's like, it's her personality. I mean, it's like the same. The yeah. cardboard, plastic. <laughs> so Studios America, we did the 100th episode, another, mm-hmm. uh, another throwback, uh, where we took a shot of beer mm. every 60 seconds for 60 minutes. Yes. I told him on the email... Everybody keeps begging us to do this again, right? Yes. This is, uh, I've been warned that we're getting close to the 200th episode. They just want me to throw up again, is what they want me to do. Because I said, (laughs) I can't drink that much beer. I'll have to throw up. So we have a trash can on the set or nearby. Yeah. uh, Well, we luckily had one last time because if you go back and watch this episode, we're in, (laughs) I mean, like, it's a dumb college game. And I think it's kind of a, it was a fun way to, to, yeah. to, to do I mean it winds up being like seven and a half beers in an hour though it's a lot it's a lot and if you're full it's one thing to have a lot of alcohol it's another thing to have a lot of fizzy alcohol yeah. uh, that you know takes up it's a it's a bulky it's a bulky product so about I don't know what was it not, not even two thirds of the way through it was right at about two thirds <laughs> I think it was like shot 61 <laughs> yeah and, and I remember Chad like hold on hold on and he gets up and he kind of stumbles behind the set and I'm like what I'm what, what is he doing and I'm thinking to myself you know yeah. here's Chad Prather this guy's a this guy's a pro look at this he's an entertainer and he is building this drama around like he might throw up he might not I'm like this guy is a really like he's a pro he knows what he's doing that it actually happens <laughs> I totally thought you were just no. building the drama of the no. moment and no he was going back there to he, puke no, he, followed through, he followed through with it he, he was a like, pro in me like, that is the, great he is pro dedicated. in me <laughs> took the microphone the lapel mic off ah. and i put it over to the side because i didn't want that broadcast for oh, america that's a- uh, yeah and i'll say that well, that was good because at that point i did not feel good either no it <laughs> and was, it was a like good a- seven foot oh, projectile yeah. puke which oh. tells me coronavirus six foot distancing means nothing <laughs> if i can puke seven feet then i know i can blow spit on you uh but i was looking for a box trash can a hat anything uh it was bad what'd you find did you find a trash can? no right? i did it on the floor it is right across the cement floor. You're That's wow. right, because we had like one of our executives in there, like a half an hour later, yeah. cleaning it up. Right there where they, uh, <laughs> right there where they filmed RoboCop in this studio, uh, is where I puked. Right where Tommy Lauren used to sit. <laughs> <laughs> Try to avoid that name around these parts. Uh, anyway, I uh, sounds like a Friday night at my house. Yeah. <laughs> we were. Um, but Bill Richmond, uh, Stephen Crowder's half Asian lawyer, Bill Richmond, was on the show, and we were actually sipping whiskey. Also, no, the cra- the worst part, and that because we're already at this point where like we don't feel good. Like yeah. this is not, it's not. Again, it's hard for twenty two year olds to get through a power right. hour. For us, it's pathetic. Like well, this is a, this is an embarrassment. And Bill is like actually dumping whiskey into the beer into the beer as he's going. And I, I, have you guys done this before? Because by the end, you want to die. Like, it yeah. is, like, legitimately difficult. Yeah. It's like an episode of, you know, the old Fear Factor or something. Like, it's hard <laughs> to keep it in. You're trying everything you can to focus. And poor Sarah Gonzalez is there, like, you know, 14 months pregnant. She's pregnant, yeah. She's yeah. trying to keep this, uh, you know, in line. And it is, she, I don't know how she was doing it. I give yeah. her a lot of credit. But we were just acting like idiots at this yeah, point. Yeah, and Jason Buttrell's on the show, and he's being just as quiet as can be, which I expected <laughs> the exact opposite of yeah. him once he started drinking. He was a shutdown guy. Yeah, he, he kind of he went to full shutdown. He, he was a disappointment. He really was. I called his mother and I was like, "This is what you gave birth to." Mm. Uh, I think at one point when I was watching you guys, someone did call him out because he was just like 
pretending to sip. Oh, like, that's had, oh. Yeah, like he had hit his threshold. And I think Sarah, one of you guys said, what are you drinking? You're not even drinking. And he's like, yeah, I am. But he really, you could tell yeah. like, what he was done. He probably stopped drinking 10 minutes Frickin before Marines. you guys. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, this is one of those things, too, where we were in the middle of this this thing. And I'm blabbing. I'm running my mouth trying to get through. The, I'm just trying to, like, distract myself from what I'm doing. And at one point, people start saying to me, I'm skipping shots like i'm two or three behind yeah. and i'm like i am absolutely not i'm 100 percent sure that i'm not and this goes on and then sarah's like you're like five behind now and i'm like i am not five behind i've been doing it every time you ever get that moment where you have absolutely no concept of what you're doing right you know uh i once was at a a toronto blue jays game um <laughs> which i'm a toronto blue jays fan america's only those canadian uh, they're like moonshine. yeah yeah and uh you know we were in we got these great seats right in the field and uh, they, there's an area, it's called the in the action seats. And they're right, like they're actually, they jut out into the field. Yeah. And so I was like, I, this is gonna be great. We're going all the way to Toronto. I gotta get these seats. So me and my friend are sitting there. Pop-up comes, it's coming at us. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. This is the moment. Like I cannot drop this ball. This is the time. Like you think about from when you're a kid, you go to a baseball game and the ball comes down to me. It comes right to me and I catch it. And I'm just like, yes, like I'm so excited. Two seconds later, the ump just comes, comes over, just goes out. And I'm like, what? Like, why? I'm like, how is this possible? They call fan interference on me. I have actually, I have a stat in the major leagues. I've caused an out. I've actually caused an out. So I'm like, you know, my friend says to me, he's like, well, what were you? Were you over the edge? Like, were you in the field of play? I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I stood here like this. I stood here like this. It came right to me. I caught it. I was 100% not in the field of play. And so the guy comes down, the security guy comes down. He goes, what's going on? He goes, give me the ball. So I give him the ball. And he's, he says, uh, he says what, what happened there? And I said, I was not in the field of play. I don't know what he's talking about. Like, I promise. I was sitting here. I, was, I stood up. I knew exactly what I was doing. I caught the ball. So being it's Toronto, the only park in America that would give me the ball back and let me keep right, my seats. Yeah. And then right, ask like, your forgiveness. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and, and, and I, I, I've got this, you know, I'm a, you know, I've got the ball. I'm, I'm excited about it. I know I was in the right, you know, they, they, the, the ump blew, blew the call. Then I got on my phone, I clicked to Twitter and someone's posted the video of me leaning like 12 feet into the field of play <laughs> and catching the ball just above the Tampa Bay Rays out the glove and pulling it all the way back. <laughs> and then I turned around and celebrated. As soon as I celebrated, the guy goes, oh! Just thank God I mean, you weren't in Chicago. But they had, Chad, it was as if they designed the camera shot to catch me doing this. Yeah. It's right down the wall. So you could see my arm come over the wall, <laughs> take the ball back on this side of the wall. Yeah, hell of a catch, too. The, you it, know what? It it'd was. be worth oh. it. Yeah, oh well, you know what? God. I will yeah. tell you. They, He's got a stat. They made fun of me on SportsCenter. They made fun of me on Canadian media. They said, this guy cost the Blue Jays an out. I maintain I saved the Blue Jays from embarrassment <laughs> of one of their own outs, yeah. which come quite often yeah. if you're a Blue Jays fan. No, it's post, <laughs> post Joe Carter. Hey, listen, protecting my family is my number one priority, but I want to do it safely. The people at Taser, T-A-S-E-R, believe that safer self-defense is better self-defense. Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices, small, lightweight, enough to carry with you or in your glove compartment or in your purse, ladies. Uh, yes, ladies. Yes, 
they're powerful enough to incapacitate any attacker. Guns carry unnecessary risk for you and those around you, and even pepper spray can harm you as much as the attacker. It's often ineffective as well. Uh, Taser products are safer and easier to use. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attacker for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to run your ass off and send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. Taser devices come loaded with features like laser-assisted targeting and emergency dispatch. We will send response teams right to where you are upon firing. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with Taser network of devices, apps, and personnel. And now you can own a Taser, the number one choice in law enforcement agencies. Protect yourself and your family with Taser's line of smart self-defense products. Uh, it's available without a permit in most U.S. states. Get Taser Pulse Plus or Taser Strike Light at taser.com with promo code CHAD. I spell it Chad. Save 15% now at taser.com. Promo code Chad, T-A-S-E-R.com. Promo code Chad. We'll be right back. Do you think we'll ever get to a point where, like, cash will be considered dirty because of coronavirus? You know, we just can't have <laughs> cash, so now you've got to turn in all your cash for some kind of card system or something, and that's how we'll transact business. Do you think we'll get to a point where you can't go more than, like, a mile radius from your house? I mean, how far can they take this bullshit? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, there's a new Jerry Bruckheimer movie coming out. Have you seen the previews mm -hmm. for this? Like COVID, it's on COVID 23. COVID 23 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's kind of that world. I mean, I'm hopeful that some of this stuff might take care of it. You know, I mean, like if, the, if these vaccines come in around the time, like the percentage of effectiveness that they're yeah. claiming in their press releases, which is a big if. I mean, that's uh, you don't even have to have half the country take it to really make a big dent. Do you think we're like paranoid, like Glenn Beck paranoid at this level? <laughs> I mean, I mean, are, yeah. are we overthinking the room on all this stuff? What's um, your gut tell you? My, my gut tells me that it actually is a real problem. Like, yeah. it's not just complete, you know, it's not, we're not in hoax level. Like, right. a lot of people, you know, like, it's, it's sucked. This has sucked. And it's been one of the worst things I think I've ever gone through. Um, you know, a lot of people have uh, had real problems with it. We, you know, Lisa and I are COVID-19 survivors. I don't know if you know that. Uh, we, we made it through. It we was a it rough off. week of it was online purchasing. <laughs> yes. Uber Eats, We cured Instacart. it with online shopping. That's how you do it. <laughs> we did. Um, so I, mean, I saw that one little nook <laughs> under the stairs yeah. that kept getting decorated and redecorated oh, and re-redecorated. This is my story of my life. Every, yeah. there's always a new, like, little trinket. Yeah, there's just a be glad she's doing that. She could want sex. <laughs> Don't have to worry. I mean, I think, I, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think, I think it's it's bad. And like, hopefully, like, I think one of the things that Trump didn't do a great job of of communicating was the fact that like we can't go as a society and basically shut our lives down yeah. to solve this. It's like global warming. Like, let's say global warming is everything they say it is, right? The solution to that is not to never drive again or never turn the air conditioning on again, right? Mm -hmm. The solution to that would be a technological solution, some sort of form of power that like... A global air conditioner. Yeah, let's just say splitting atoms yeah to create i know it sounds crazy it'd be like nuclear energy yeah, it'd be a crazy weird. solution like fishing right yeah <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's true but like something like that that can do this on large scales you're not going to get people to to kind of shut their life down to solve this the same thing is true here like eventually there needs to be a solution that gets rid of this so that we can go back to living our freaking lives again yeah. and i think you know trump i don't think made a strong enough case to say look we're doing this 
Like, with, with, if you went to the Democrats, what you'd get is everyone locking themselves in their panic rooms for the next 12 months and hoping this just goes away. What we're providing here is we're going to have a bridge. Well, this is going to be difficult. And at times there will be sacrifices and, and the economy might be a little rocky and all these things that we're dealing with now. But we're not that far away because of this, you know, you know thing that we've put together mm-hmm. to get these treatments uh, further, to get the vaccines here, to get all that stuff down the road. If that happens, that's how you really open up an economy. You know, mm-hmm. you can't do it by saying, okay, well, we're going to put plastic sheeting between every table. Yeah. You know, no one wants that life. You know, it's, it's one thing to have a restaurant open. It's another thing to want to go to it. Now, there's yeah. some people I want a plastic sheet around. Them. Like, <laughs> like cool the state of it. Alabama should yeah. be wrapped in a big prophylactic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's anyway. Sorry, Alabama. But you why, know why, why are you targeting Alabama? If it's for their crappy football team, I, I understand have, it. But I other have than reasons that. why. Oh, okay. Trust me. If you've ever been to the Walmart in Scottsboro, Alabama, <laughs> you know why. I just had a drive through Alabama. I just had a drive from Savannah to Texas. Uh, and that's we had a, a pretty drive. Alabama is the only state that has highways that don't have potholes every three miles. Like, no. They, you still do this a lot. A li- yeah, but it's a little bit better than the other yeah. states. I don't think, I mean, you know, that, that infrastructure package that Trump promised at the beginning of the term <laughs> I did not come to fruition. No, not quite. I yeah, spent that not money on COVID. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you bring up a good point. Trump, at the end of the day, where Trump failed is, and I said this before he was ever elected, in the area of communicating what was going on. And he didn't do it with that. There's been several different things where it was, this is the thing that's bothered me the most about Donald Trump. It's, it's don't, don't do too much bloviating and bragging and the ego thing and mm-hmm. defending yourself and the chasing conspiracies and don't do all these. Uh, and telling everybody, I don't know if you realize how fabulous I am, but I'm really, <laughs> I'm really, I'm really fabulous. Yeah, yeah. You know, those kind of things, it, it, let's get to it and let's really communicate. Yeah, look, and at the end of the day, I'd rather have a president that has better policies, right? Going, we all yeah, would. Exactly. Um, but I think at times, Trump, Trump loved beating up on the media, yeah. and he still, he loves it to this day. And I think at times he allowed the media to define what the debate was. Yeah, you know, like he yes, it was great that he fought back, but he was constantly always pushing back about what they said. And in a way, they're letting the media kind of control the debate. And I think at times he should have been a little bit more aggressive and trying to kind of control that that yeah. cycle himself. But that being said, it's a freaking impossible job. Yeah. And you know, at the end of the day, if what we find out is one of these things works, I mean, they put this is the, one of the most. If it works, these vaccines, one of the most amazing achievements in modern it's medicine. Fast, there's no question in, about it. In history, the fastest. And Lisa's ever. going to make you take it. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're all taking we're, it. We're, me and Lisa will be first in line yeah. on that. Right. We'll be we'll be your guinea pigs on that one. All right, hang on, hang tight. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're going to take a vaccine. I just love my needles. Watch Chad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. Of course, you got to tune in. Watch rate five stars. Always five stars for our show, for Stu Does America. Uh, where, you ranked, where you ranked these days? You, you, I haven't looked at that in a while. Me either. Um, I, it's a vanity rating. Yeah. I don't know that any of it matters. I don't know that any of it matters either. Like, we always tell people to rate and review, and I was thinking to myself at one point, like, what does it actually do? Yeah. I mean, I like that you guys do it, and I, you know, like, we always say five stars is the appropriate number of stars. Please do that. <laughs> uh, it's great, and it makes us feel good, and we read a lot of the reviews at the end of the show, but I don't know what it actually does. I mean, if you're not going to write a check and send me money, at least yeah. give me five-star <laughs> rating. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think the only thing for me, and, and our executive executives here at blaze are way smarter than this but i want to sit down at the negotiating table when my contract comes up and be like look i was steady at 180 
Mm. In the news category. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. I mean, There's a lot of freaking podcasts out there. I hung steady, you mm-hmm. know, around 180, right right above news and why it matters. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Oh my gosh. I don't I think they're smarter than that though. Um Brawny Kyle, Party Foul Steve, Party Foul Nation. Subscribe on YouTube, of course. Uh Lisa Page made me do it. Five uh, stars, please. Lisa Page made me do it. Five stars. Yeah, listen to her podcast. It's great. We just have a good time around here. You know, uh, Steve is a big fan of the the y'all's morning show with Glenn. Oh, yeah. He listens to it every day. That's a good and, man. Uh, one of the things, I've got a thing I want to do. We, we're going to start taking call-ins here to this show. Really? Yeah. And uh, oh, God, I'm gonna it's not going to lead your, to any disasters or anything. I'm going to need your assistance in, in a couple of these things. We've already talked about this. You're the man for the job. Definitely. Uh, nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll fill you more in, but it, trust me, it's going to get exciting around here. It's nice to be wanted, Chad. I, I want you. Mm-hmm. I want you. Mm-hmm. Steve just wants to be liked by you. I just <laughs> want to be on your show and, have, and drink beer for an hour. Yes. You should bring him on. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. I mean, it would cause a major...